0: What is up everybody? Welcome back to Anime and Me with Kimchi. Nisan. Oh. Yurt. Uh Yurt. Yeah, thank you for all tuning in again. Uh hope everybody's having a good day or a good night, whatever time you're listening to. Uh, but we're gonna get straight to it to what the topic is today. Uh, we're mm-hmm. gonna be talking about cowboy bebop. Yurt. All right, so for anybody who's not a new anime, uh, listener uh not listener watcher uh a good gateway to watch anime to like just ease it a little bit that looks still kind of you know cartoonish but still anime uh i would say cowboy bebop and this means no disrespect by saying cartoonish and all this stuff but i'm just saying like it's really easy uh just a little history about cowboy bebop uh it was actually um the first anime to to be on tsunami so there's there's you know there there's a reason why that show is uh is a legendary show because you can watch it anytime and I mean like you can just be late to it and still watch it and learn something from it but um it's a it's an anime I started watching when I was a kid didn't know what the heck I was watching uh but when I was watching, I was like, bro, like who's this main character with this with this throat type hair like this guy's a badass and I'm watching like episode like seven or six or something like that and but they were always on repeat and stuff, so like it wasn't in order of how you were watching it, but eventually I watched it all in order, which made made up made more sense as I got a little bit older and watch it but um this anime is definitely a, a gateway to getting to the anime. And I strongly encourage you to watch it. And this is why. So as I realized, as I got older while watching it, there's a lot more deeper things about it than what it is. Than just action and and like random like songs and stuff like that. But uh, just to give a little, uh, just to start off. So the Bebop crew, they're basically a bunch of bounty hunters. All had trouble past and stuff like that. Uh, You have uh, Faye, uh, Jet, Spike, and Ed, and they all literally came from, like, a different background, which is really crazy because Faye is basically, like, 68 or 67 or something like that, but she was frozen, like, on some fry stuff from Futurama. But her story is low-key crazy inside at the same time because the reason why she's doing what she's doing now, uh, she... uh, she got her identity stolen basically and doesn't know who she is because she got basically scammed and was frozen and all that. But uh, Jet, that, 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 that motherfucker, man, he got set up. (laughs) He got played and it it was by uh, someone who he trusted and all that stuff. So that's why he's, you know, out and about just doing bounties now trying to figure things out and all that. Uh, Spike, Brett was part of a gang and they were like a really like uh, illegal gang and very powerful and all that stuff. But Jed's story, or not Jed, Spike's story is that Spike's story is, is probably like still to this day is uh is pretty depressing. Really depressing. Because he he was in love with someone and had everything and was willing to sacrifice everything. And what I mean, everything is like give up his old lifestyle and become uh just, just with his, with his shorty. And when we, we, we lost spike before we even knew it. And that's the part that's kind of like depressing. As you get older, when you watch it, so the the theory about this show is that like the show is actually it is a very good show, but majority of it is very depressing because there's like a a quote that I heard about uh, some time ago. There's like um, it's just it's like it's like yeah, there's things going on each episode and stuff, but they're standing still because they're running away from their past. But the more away they run from it. The quicker he catches up to him, and eventually, you know, they have to face it. Uh, Ed is is like the the comic relief of the group, but still, you can see uh, the the loneliness and stuff and confusion in in this character. But she's overall like dope. Has a computer. Has a dog that it's a corgi. She's the reason why I want a a, a dog corgi. And and I'm sticking to that because my future family is going to have a winter dog, Corgi. So whether they like it or not. But um, I think uh, when everybody left, uh, which makes it really depressing is that like you kind of knew it was going to happen. Let's say you already watched the show or if you didn't watch the show. But eventually, you know that like it's going to catch up to them and you're going to realize that people are going to like leave and they have to. Because that's what they feel like because they need to break that barrier of that mental block, that mental block of just like of uh, living for the future or, you know, instead of living for the moment because they're running away from something. But I think one of the saddest parts is when like Ed left and had that graffiti smile and said bye bye on it. That that was that was crazy. I was like, damn, then Jet made made food. Nobody was ready for dinner. Spike pulled up, and then they were, they were playing a uh, that song Call "Me Call Me Bro," and it was just like loud. And then you're just like, "Why do I like this song? But why is this song making this more emotional than what it is?" And it's just Jed and Spike just stuff in their face the whole time and all that. It's uh it's it's kind of sad, but it's a, uh, it's a it's a dope part because you can feel emotions of that, which is why it's like super dope because when you're when you're watching this uh anime, because before it even became a manga it was an anime, you're watching this and you're you're hearing uh this song as like a sad part is happening, which makes it even more emotional. And I, I couldn't I couldn't believe what what I finally realized as I was watching it. I'm just like, Oh, they're just eating their food, being dramatic about it, like how they did in Death Note, but you know. Uh, but um one thing I realized while watching an anime is that uh these things uh cannot last moments and uh uh the creator of the show eventually came out with saying like like that's basically what it like what that show meant like they're they're searching for something new they're bounty hunters searching for something new and that's why they're doing all that stuff to give them something to do To get their mind off things eventually it's gonna you know it's gonna catch up to them but they're running away from something like i said before but um cowboy bebop is a melting pot of genres that uh that that's why it makes it very unique it's it puts like there's music in it like a lot of jazz and it's literally inspired by a lot of musician artists which is why certain episodes are named certain things and all that stuff they're named after bands or uh you can hear like uh, a lot of songs in the outro or like i think two out of all the episodes out there the outros were different uh and they're just putting a lot of music on and all that but what also makes it unique is um is the the history that it, it made because it didn't air into the united states i believe uh until like 1989 or something like that or 1990 or something like that and uh it was basically only 3 episodes in america and they were replaying it and all that stuff they got uh they eventually got canceled and then when they got canceled uh one of their episodes they said they'll they'll be back with more at the ending of one of their episodes i think it was like 16 Cause they only showed like three random episodes and they said they will be back with more. And then people started demanding it in the United States. And then they eventually released the whole season. And, and I'm glad that they allowed that because they put a lot of jazz and music. uh, They put a lot of music musicians on during that time. People who are already like made music very long time ago, but, I think a lot of dope fighting scenes when you hear, like, the jazz music, you're just like, bro, this is crazy. Like, it it makes it more intense and all that. Uh, But uh, the different, like, I had, like, different perspective every single time I watched it. So, like, the older I rewatched it, the the different, you know, the different it looked to me and all that stuff. And um, as I got older, I'm realizing more how deep this show is. Uh, Every character... Was like searching for a meaning in their lives, but you know they, they, they couldn't. They couldn't because they had a troubled past. Uh, they uh, like Spike would uh, when when Spike, when Spike Shorty died, he died, and that was the moment where he felt alive because. What he was holding on to was that. And then once that was gone, he realizes like, yo, I'm actually alive and I got to do this. We don't know if he's actually dead or not, but just metaphorically, Spike's situation. He died when his Shorty died and he went on that solo mission when Faye was mad about that, lashing out at him. And he's just saying what he says to her. And I'm just like, this motherfucker is... Is really about to go attack a whole gang by himself? Insane! Toodles to you, brother. I wouldn't do it. Couldn't be me. Couldn't be sub. But you know, it happens. Uh, when uh, when I looked, I. I, I saw a theory also about how people are frozen. Like they're basically frozen in time metaphorically. And that's why, that's why it was so easy for their past to catch up to him. But, um, uh, when, uh, when, I think when Faye, cause, cause, cause Ed left, but like, when Faye went to go search for a new meaning and all that, the only person that kept that kept himself sane and their head straight was Jet. And Jet was the leader, but nobody was a leader, basically. But Jet was a leader just because like he was more he was more a part of uh that bounty series, which makes him more stable. He didn't fully knew his He didn't fully knew his meaning still. But he was more sane just because he had a ship and all that. And that's all he has. That's all he will ever have. A lot of people, they brought a lot of people who didn't trust people or anybody or anyone. And Jet was basically the dad that nobody wanted, but it's just the dad. And he held it down uh, a lot. But when Faye left, that was also a little key sad too, because she realizing her backstory, uh, realizing like later on, um uh, when, uh, the realized everybody who she grew up with, cause she was, you know, young and royalty and all that stuff, but realizing what everybody she grew up with, uh, they're all dead basically. So she's trying to go on a, He's going to go, like, search for a new meaning of herself, trying to find herself still, but in a different approach, knowing that, like, everyone that she knows is dead and everything that happened already happened. There's nothing you can do about it. She held it, you know, she held it down. And, I mean, that's why she had to leave. And, yeah. But Jed's Jed's situation, uh, what I find really, like, intriguing is... This man had every reason to, like, give up on life, but he was betrayed by everyone. And and that that like I'm talking about everybody who we worked for. And that that shit is crazy to me. And when uh, I would say Alyssa and the real reason why, well, like when they when they said the, when she said the real reason why she left. That, that is, that's wild to me because the whole time this man was like, so like believable and in love with this woman and she left and held a, like, bro, pulled, pulled up on this nigga with a gun, finding out that this man is still alive and stuff. And I'm like, my nigga, like, he had to, uh, killed his old partner, uh, that, that hurt him the most because. You know, when you when you're finding out, like, you know, because like they were trying to like they were basically about to they're basically about to work together. And Jet had to Jet realizing everything at that moment, realizing like, yo, I have to kill this nigga because I can't trust him anymore. It's still the same old bullshit, the same old stuff. The reason why I'm on the run, not on the run, but the reason why I'm in the spaceship surrounded, you know, by nothing. And and no disrespect to everybody who he's with, but no matter how much they were a family and I asked all they had for each other, but at the end of the day, they all felt alone and that's why they decided all to leave. And uh, I remember I said, Faye is like 67. She was actually 77 years old, actually. And I, I'm sorry for lying about that, but yeah, this, this, this bitch was old, bro. And, and 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 like i i think it's funny because she was frozen just like how like fry was like frozen in futurama and they're like basically delivery drivers or whatever in space and all that and like she's the same thing as well but you know way way more way more hot but uh faye faye was broken when when spike left and and i think uh that is why she felt like she had to leave because that's all she had was was them. And when they're all left and she finally felt like she found a family, the only person that feels like they found a family when she left, um they were uh like she was she was lost. And that's why and like I don't I don't mean it for it to be a depressing show, but it's just like when you get older you're realizing like, bruh, like these these motherfuckers were 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 lost souls trying to find something, but once they realized something, they, they had to leave. They had to do what they had to do. I didn't think they should have left, but they they did. But Ed and End though were the, the comical of the group. And I think I think that uh, when they found out about her father and all that uh, and that nigga, fuck that nigga, period. But uh, that's another story, I guess. He um, or she, she that's why she kind of stuck around because Jet was kind of like a father figure in a way. And when they responded to to trying to beat her real dad up because Jet and Spike were like kind of like, you know, you're not messing with, you're not messing with Ed. But at the same time, like Ed was, uh, was probably the most lost one out of all of them just because of how young and how alone she grew up. But I think she found her purpose and everything faster than everybody else, which is why she left first. But That show alone uh, is very, uh, is very dope though. It's, it's still a good show. I'm just emphasizing all like the, 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 the deep stuff I realized in each character and why, like what I took out of it while I was watching it. But um, Spike was a real nigga. Uh, What was dope about Spike is that this man could adopt to the, he can adapt to any situation and just somehow come out of it which is why I think he's like a legit like an outlaw like he's 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 someone like that's everybody's favorite. Uh I mean his clothes was whack, but this dude this dude was groovy, he was nice. He can always get out of a situation and and come out on top and all that. Like this man crashed a whole plane or spaceship or whatever you want to call it and just said if it had like We'll see what happens, like name someone who you know is gonna crash something that ninety eight percent of the time you will die, and you just sit there lax just saying, "Hey, we'll see what happens. you gotta have probably the biggest balls in the world to say shit like that Yurt, yes, like uh but his past was his downfall, which, uh, you know, which uh it's, it, it sucks because you can be so dope and great of a person and like an, an amazing of a person. But mentally, uh, you can still feel, you know, behind just because of what everything is. Uh, his old partner, when he showed up randomly just to like show, like just to prove a point that fucked him up deeply and then found out that his shorty died. He was just like, yo, I gotta, I gotta do, I gotta do my thing and all that. You know, I, I can't just sit here. And it was the only way for him to feel alive because Spike really was definitely going through the motions. But that moment he realized like he has to do this cause he's doing something that he wants to do that. He had, you know, it's not like, not, not like, majority of the time when they do all, when they do all their missions or they're doing something else, uh, he's doing it because there's something to do because there's nothing to do. But this is probably like the first mission he realized he was like, yo, I have to do this. Like I need to do this. And, and, uh, they have that saying, Got to see you through my boy. But we, uh, we technically don't know if he actually died or if he did die, but, that last scene, man. That, oh man, that shit, that shit hurt deep. That's my first favorite like anime character. This motherfucker was like, all he, like, he just said one last thing and just smiling, just, and that's why he was smiling because like this man felt alive. He was trying to see if he was in, in unstoppable if he if he was invincible if he was like immortal or not and he actually felt something because this man never dies in any situation possible like if you can survive a plane crash and not give a fuck and survive then you'll feel like you're invincible you have no choice but to feel like that especially with that mindset of his so he's doing that thinking like you know that there's nothing left like i want to see if i if i'm actually like killable or not and that's why he was smiling that last part, and then says these words, or this word, bang. That that's why the anime is so deep. But um, the the music reference uh, from that anime, uh, the the creator of that anime, the I think the first. Yeah. So the, the credit anime basically said that the first thing that they got solidified was the music before the actual anime. And that's fucking hilarious because, uh, I, I've never heard something like that ever in my life where they, they have the music ready before the actual show. Usually you make the show and then you just find music for it. Like a lot of animes these days. But, um, the inspiration, uh, from everything was actually pretty crazy. Um, the like uh for one part uh fey the the time capsule that she was in that same code is uh uh the code that uh, uh like a star trek ship on one of the seasons that that they were all on so like that's one of the reference and and if you know anybody who's an anime fan or or star trek fan they'll have that that code tatted on their arm or somewhere random that you can't really see it though and you're just like oh you're either a bebop fan or you're a, a star trek fan either or that's that's pretty that's pretty crazy you realize that but um it was the first anime and cartoon network uh it opened up a lot of doors for a lot of people to watch anime like big o that's that's a dope ass anime uh inuyasha uh Yu Yu Hakusho and all that, like people were wondering, like, what is this cartoon? But why are people getting shot? Like, this isn't like cartoon. And it, you know, Tsunami was like anime nights or whatever you call it. Uh, finding out that that's that's actually an anime, and then you find out more. Tsunami Cartoon Network put on right after that, and people were watching it. I think that's was that that was the gateway for me. Is when. It was, uh... It was just so dope. It was still, like... It was realistic. It wasn't, like, no happy bullcrap. Like, for example, you watch Wolverine with claws but not slice nobody on cartoon. All you're doing is blocking bullets and just constantly slicing your claws together. You're not nice, bro. Like, I want that real shit. And that anime was, like, that real shit. To me, at least. Because it was, uh... I mean, you saw people get killed or fighting scenes are dope. Uh, voice acting is dope. It's a lot better. You feel it more. And it was, like, more mature. And I was intrigued by that just because, like, I like I like, I like cartoon a lot. But what made it dope is I was more uh, intrigued by the realness of that anime compared to cartoons. Uh, but that director uh, alone is a troll for for saying, yeah, I want to make another season of Cowboy Bebop. But it's been like 20 years. And, you know, he's, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's kind of crazy. But uh, he uh, also directed uh, for Samurai Champloo. If anybody knows what that is, uh, you should go check that out. It's a, good, it's a good ass anime, too. It's about two samurais and a 15-year-old girl just trying to find a purpose. Uh, but they're both different samurais one's a ronin and the other one is just like basically a hoodlum but he's a samurai he knows how to work a sword his little break dance style is pretty pretty crazy but the you could tell by that director which he he's so dope is because the music inspires the anime And I'm not trying to, you know, get off of Cowboy Bebop, but how Samurai Champloo was, was all like, almost all of it was hip hop. And I think that that's kind of like, uh, dope to me how, uh, this director is really, he emphasizes his inspiration and makes something so beautiful. So when Cowboy Bebop put all those musics together and all that, all the songs together and all that, and, uh, the intro the outro songs and the fighting scenes, and it set the tone and the mood for all that, which is why uh i think uh I think personally it's a pretty dope anime um but um the most the most crazy thing to me about uh what I found out uh, from the director, which is why I also think he's dope. Uh, this show is based off of Lupin the third. <laughs> it is inspired off Lupin the third. If no one ever watched any Lupin the third movies, please watch them because you see the reference and all that. You even see a Lupin the third car in there and you kind of just, you know, like and this is what I like. I discovered this like years later like years years later you just see a car and you're just like whatever why they they showing this car but the reference of of Spike is, is Lupin is funny as fuck to me because this nigga Lupin different and Spike is different which is super dope about Spike but um I think I think the the Lupin the third reference is is kind of funny to me because it makes, it makes a lot of sense, um, but yeah, uh, a couple more crazy facts about this anime, um, actually, the, the dog, uh, I forgot the dog's name, I I think it's Ian or N or something like that, that's actual, the director's dog, like, they actually had an actual dog barking, but it wasn't actual, uh, the Sharpe that, that was in there was a different dog, but it's based off of that dog, which is pretty funny. Um, but uh, for a show to get canceled and promised they'll be back and then they came back and become a legendary anime is super dope to me. I'm glad that uh, it came out because it set the tone for a lot of anime in this in this world. Like, I don't think people understand how, like, You're the first anime that's on Cartoon Network. And then all of a sudden, all these other animes are on Cartoon Network and all that. But you broke the barrier of just putting on jazz music and putting on just uh, different stuff to where we're used to just watching, like, Looney Tunes and shit like that. And it goes from that to, oh, all of a sudden, what the hell is Cowboy Bebop? Oh, what is this show? Like... What are these episodes? Oh, niggas getting clapped. No, oh, that's crazy. Not literally clapped. Not, I'm not even talking about cheeks. I'm just talking about like getting killed, clapped. But um, I think that was pretty crazy. I thought it was pretty cool. And what I find very like dope is it was a person like me who didn't know shit about it, didn't know what the hell I was watching, but just knew like, bro, this show is like active as a kid. And it was only three episodes and they kept replaying those three episodes. But, um, when I finally watched all of it, overall that as you're an adult and you can relate more to it, not saying personally but just seeing it from from afar or relate to it personally as well um of how lost uh, those characters were, and all that but um if you uh if you ever had a chance of the day, I would strongly encourage you to watch it your significant other or by yourself while you're eating all that stuff you ain't got to watch it all at once but it should be on netflix very soon if not right now but i saw the announcement about that you should definitely watch it and uh you can watch it in japanese you can watch it in english whatever you want sub dub does not matter the voice acting for both is pretty good and i encourage you guys to to listen to the voice acting. Because they sound very familiar to a lot of other animes that you guys watch. A lot of y'all motherfuckers don't even know. That a lot of those people got famous. Who are on the English. Got famous because of that. Because of their voice acting on that. So I strongly encourage you to do it. Yurt, But um. But uh yeah i mean that's that's all i gotta say about it uh it's uh overall I give it a a ten out of ten and i and I'm not gonna give every thing a ten out of ten i'm I'm kind of just like yeah it's cool, it's made or whatever but this is uh, this show is actually worth the hype and I feel like it's very overlooked because a lot of people are just trying to get into the anime scene that are new out that's popular or whatever but Before it was anything else, you got to like real recognize real and you got to like watch that. You know, tap into your roots of the enemy history. But um, yeah, uh, this is Anime Me with Kim Chi and uh, I hope y'all have a blessed day, blessed night, whatever time y'all listening. And E